Welcome back to the Live Revised podcast. I am your host, Christy Browning. Today's episode is going to be a little unique. We're going to share an excerpt of a particular workshop and session that was part of our annual Women's Summit. Each year we hold a special event just for women and it's a day meant to help refocus, re-strengthen, revive the most important parts of you as a woman, as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, um, your spiritual life, your finances, your wellness, the whole nine yards. And this year the theme was revive. This particular podcast episode is going to share excerpts from my particular session on how to revive your personal value and worth. How do we know that beyond all that we are and do, we are valued? We have worth. See, the problem is, is that we begin to start to feel that when no one wants to buy our value or buy our worth, that, that we discount it. We don't go on the clearance rack ever. All that you need to be valued and all that you need to be worthy is already in you right now. There is no getting more of it. There was a concept that was taught to me that blew my mind. When I was told and it hit me, like, it, you know, sometimes you hear things and it just kind of like bounces off of you, but then you get something and it's like someone like throat punches you and it just like ugh, gets you right here. And you're like, yeah, I feel that one. And someone said, you can never earn more love from your heavenly father than you've got right now. You've got all the love. He'll never love you anymore and he'll never love you any less. That philosophy applies to our value there's no more value and there's no less value. All the value you are, all the value you have, you got it, girl. You got it right now. It's just peeling back the layers, pulling back the sides to let it spill out so that you see it and others can see it in you. So if you've not been given those messages, if you've not been, uh, built up with that and you feel not so valued, not so worthy, not so special and rare. Let me give you some things to help you rebuild this in yourself because we can pump you up with a lot of like fun words that make you feel all great and warm and fuzzy, but this is work. And the idea that value is just going to like happen and you're going to see it is not true. While you may have it, Sometimes we have to polish off the dirt. Sometimes we have to chisel off the crap that gets stuck to us to really see it again in us. Just like, you know, we call it a diamond in the rough for a reason. When that diamond comes out, it isn't the beautiful diamond that sits on your ring finger. It has to get polished and chiseled and it's painful work and it's tedious work and it takes time to do it. Ladies, if we can do that for a rock on our finger, we can do that for us because you're far more precious than your diamond, your ruby, your whatever fills in the blank for you. So here's the work, ready? If you're taking notes, these are the things you wanna write down. First of all, you have to get ferocious, ferocious about deciding No one declares your value than you. And when I say ferocious, I want you to picture a female lioness. 
out on the out on the Sahara and she is sitting and if you've ever been like National Geographic watcher or you're a zoo goer like my girl Heather is who's on here and you see those animals like they have habits that are ingrained in them now you don't see a lioness on the prowl in a panic when you see that cat out there doing her thing she is in control and there's a fierceness to her and it would take everything in the world to deter that fierceness to deter that focus because she's staring something down that she wants and she's standing there and nothing moves her y'all if that can be an innate ingrained thing in an animal the same heavenly father who created that instinct in a lioness is the same heavenly father who created you by the way and would he give you anything less no he wouldn't you are out on the sahara of life and it is a battlefield all right pat benatar it ain't just love life is a battlefield okay and so we have to get ferocious and fierce about declaring our value and no one else saying otherwise no one comes up to that lioness and says oh honey you aren't worth that gazelle out there i'm sorry that you think that's what you go get but you're not worth it mm, nobody tells her that she's got people standing behind her her little little line cub standing back there waiting for her to provide and she knows that that's what she does. And she is not deterred by that. And she goes and she gets it in hot pursuit, in hot pursuit of what it is that she wants. And no one tells her she can't have. In fact, fight to the death over the thing that she wants most at that time. See, we're created to want to go for the things we're created to get. We're not just meant to be born and then just lay here and let things just fall on us. We're meant to go be active and resolute and fierce in it. The problem is, is we let other people tell us when it's permission to go get it. And we don't need people's permission. You were given permission the moment you took your breath and you took your first steps and you got a little bit of know-how and a little bit of education and a little bit of tough skin y'all got the tools already in your toolbox and you don't need anyone's permission to open it up and pull them out so get fierce about saying this is my value this is it i may not know exactly what that looks like right now i may be still uncovering that i may still be discovering that but no one's going to deter me and tell me that i can't go get it or discover it or live it or uncover it i remember at one point in time for those of you who don't know a little bit about my backstory i was married for about 12 years um, in an abusive relationship no one knew it was an abusive relationship we kept it hidden very well it wasn't a physically abusive relationship which is part of the reason why it was easy to be um hidden but verbally financially emotionally abusive and very toxic I came out of that relationship only because a lot of things happen, a lot of bad things, a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad mix up. And I ended up in prison and I spent a year at Indiana women's prison in Indianapolis. And while that was a really crummy situation, the best thing that came out of it was my resolve to not live the same kind of life. I wanted something different for myself when I left there. And one of the things that had to be addressed 
was my marriage because it was not good. And I knew something was wrong. I didn't quite know how to articulate it, but it took me a long time to like work through that and realize that and see that and then make steps to make that better. And that relationship ended in divorce. Not really what I wanted the outcome to be, but it is what it was. And there was a lot of healing that had to happen. And in that moment, when you have things on you that you feel like are your scarlet A, all right? If you guys remember the scarlet letter from from school days, the A that Hester Prynne wore marked her uh, and people would see her as this adulterous, um, you know, second rate person and would just be mean to her and would count her second rate, dismiss her. Well, there are things we may not wear, you know, letter A's on us like that, but there are things in life that kind of attach baggage to us and people easily can then diminish who we are because of those things or we do it ourselves and i might add we probably do a better job of it ourselves than we ever let anyone else do it to us we're real good about beating ourselves up i remember coming out of prison realizing that i was going to carry uh, a scarlet f for a felon for being a felon and then a year later i got to have a scarlet d for divorce because my family doesn't do divorce. And all of a sudden I had that strike against me too. And I remember feeling in the moment that I was worthless. I was the summation of all of my bad mistakes. I was only ever going to be as good as the last thing I survived, that there was no future, that there was, uh, everything was too far gone and too unraveled that I could never gain back credibility. I could never gain back a relationship. I could never restore a future and a hope for me. And then I remembered that I had this thing that I don't know if you guys have this, but I have this. And it is this amazing heavenly father who says, I don't care. I don't care about your scarlet F. I don't care about your scarlet D. I don't care because I loved you before and I love you the same afterwards. And together, we're going to figure out how to put this back together and move forward. It took time. It took time to do it. But I met this guy. His name's Matt. I'm married to him now. I remember meeting Matt on Match.com. We were an uh, online dating success story. And I remember a friend of mine had gone through a divorce about a year before me and she was getting into online dating and she's like, oh, Christy, come join the party. It's so fun. Girl, I don't know what dating party she was part of, but there was no fun about online dating. It was horrible, let me tell you. Um, but I happened to meet Matt. We started chatting online, texting, kind of just doing some conversation stuff. And there was a point where I realized that like my heart was starting to get invested in this relationship. And I thought, oh, no, no, this is not what I want. This is not the right time. This is not the thing. And I remember calling my mom and telling her, I was like, mom, something really horrible has happened. And she's like, oh, my, what, what now? And I'm like, I met this boy, this boy. And she's like, hey, it's okay. Like, go with it. See where, see where it plays out. Just like, be safe, be smart. Don't do stupid things. And just like, see how this plays out. But don't run from it right now. Just like, go with it. And I knew my heart was getting invested. The thing that scared me in that was not him and really wasn't the relationship. It was the fact that I had worked so hard to get where I was. I was not letting anyone take me back. 
I was not letting anyone take me backwards. And I was terrified that this relationship would deter me, distract me, would pull me off and would then maybe reshape and restructure that which I had gotten so good at rebuilding. And so we went, we started dating and I remember we'd only really gone out maybe on actually was our first date technically. Uh, and Matt says to me, I think I'm going to marry you. My response was, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's what you want someone to tell you when you've just said, I think I'm going to marry you. I pulled back and said, let me tell you something. This is what I'm about. This is who I am. I've worked too hard to get here. You either get on board with that or this relationship's over because I'm not changing. To which he was like, oh, okay. And in that moment, that was my lioness moment that I have stared down. I have stared down the valleys, the dark holes, the scary places, and I have come out scraping, crawling, just doing all I can to get myself out of that. The hell I was going to let someone pull me back there. That's all it would take would be hell and high water to pull me back there. And while that was said to him, it was more of a resolution for me that Christy, remember, remember what you've done to get to this point and don't let anyone deter your focus and diminish and determine your value because it is you and you alone. Now we have since come a long way in that relationship <laughs> and Matt now knows, oh, he knows, believe me, uh, that this is, this is Christy's mission. This is Christy's thing. Doing this thing right here, this is what I'm for. And we either get supportive about it or we just like keep our mouth shut because she's pretty fierce about it. But the thing that has developed over time in our relationship is the fact that I've learned how to be in a relationship that doesn't take from me, but adds to me. And my value is still sustainable regardless. See, we want to see that our values are amped up or amped down depending on our relationship status, depending on a friendship, depending on a love romantic relationship and a marriage, not in a marriage with a baby, not a baby. Listen, that has nothing to do. The lioness who's standing in the Sahara chasing down about to pursue the thing she wants most is not standing there going, oh, do I have a man to go with me out here? Do I, do I got the, the lion to be on my side? Oh, clutch the pearls. I can't function without a man. No, she is independent and worthy and valued all on her own. Don't let anyone take that from you. Be fierce about fighting for that. You've come too far to let someone else take it away from you. Second thing is I want you to do something every day, whatever it is, whatever it is, every day, I want you to do something that reinvest value in you, that lets you tap back into that. And that can be, hey, I need to take a walk because that clears my head, makes me feel good about my body. I need to work out. That's the thing that makes me feel good. I feel empowered. I feel strong. Maybe it's, I need to turn on some music because that like speaks to my heart and it makes me fill up again with good things. Maybe it's a podcast, a book. Some of you guys jump in in my Facebook group and we have our daily vitamin C's at eight o'clock. If that's your thing and that's what gets you pumped back up and filled back up, then go for it. I'm there for you Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. We do it. Whatever it is, you have to be reminded, reminded of your value. You're like a kindergarten that needs her, his address pinned on the front of his jacket when he goes to school. He needs to be reminded 
of where he comes from, who he is, who he belongs to. Y'all, we need the same reminder. We need to be reminded of who we are, where we've come from, maybe a little bit of where we want to go and who we really belong to. You don't belong to the drama. You don't belong to the Corona, Trump loving, Trump hating, I like this, I don't like this, mask wearing, no mask wearing, drama of the world. You don't belong to that. It may be happening and you may have opinions on it. Y'all, I got opinions on it, all right? But like, it's not about denial, but it's about what gets deposited and who we are. And then deciding if, if that equates up to our value or is that just kind of the thing that rolls off our back is just part of the world, not a part of who we are. Y'all, what can you do every day to remind yourself, remind yourself of your value, who you are, where you belong, where you're going. A woman who is tasked with purpose is not easily deterred. We're not easily sucked into drama. We're not easily pulled into worry and stress. We're about getting it done. And women know how to get it done, right? With a baby on a hip and a hamburger in our hand and we're driving the soccer van. We know how to get it done. All together, mixed together, we do it. And whatever that mixed together looks like for you, it's your mix. You control it. You get to say, you get to say yes. This is what I'm about. And I want to be reminded that this is the thing I'm going for. This is the thing I want in life. This is who I want to be known for. This is who I want to attach myself to. You also have the equal right to say, no, this is not what I want to be attached to. This is not the thing I want to be known for. This is not how I want to be shaped and defined. You get to decide that. You may be influenced. There may be colors that bleed over from one thing or another, but you ultimately get to decide. So we're going to be fierce about knowing our value and not letting anyone take it away. We're going to do something every day to remind us of what that value is. And then third, we're going to act on our value. What does it mean to act on our value and worth? Well, let me tell you this. You don't get to be a value and worth by just sitting in a drawer. Scripture tells us we're not to hide our light under a bushel. We're meant to stand up out for the city to see us, a, a bright shining light for the masses to look for. If I need you, automatically you become more valuable. If you are something that I want or desire, you become more valuable than, oh, I just packed you in a box and I really care if that's there or not. Forgot about it. That's not something of value. Something of value is something you know about. It's in your head. You act on it. You want it. You go for it. That, that means it's important to you. Today, uh, my stepson started his senior year of high school and we have been talking for weeks. I should say, I have been talking for weeks that we are getting ready for first day of school. And what do we need to do to get ready for first day of school? And all of you who are mamas of teenagers know what happens first day of school. That's the day that all of a sudden it all becomes important. And we're 10 minutes, 10 minutes from leaving to go to school. 
I don't have my class schedule. I don't know where my first class is. Um, do you know where my badge is? I don't know if I have a mask in my backpack. Did you put pencils in my backpack? Seriously? And I said to him, this has not been important to you up to this point. Yes, it's important to me. No, it isn't because you would have acted on it if it was important to you. Now it's important to you because you'd be in a state of panic because you're about to drive up on campus and don't know what the heck's going on. Now all of a sudden it's important to you. But two weeks ago, the latest download for Call of Duty was what was important to you, not getting ready for senior year. Y'all, what's important to us gets our attention. We got to act on our value in order for it to stay important to us, in order for it to be visual to us, in order for us to continue to walk it out, live it out, discover it, uncover it, and be about it. What does it mean to act on value? That means that we show up every day with a purpose. See, nothing makes you feel less value than being a couch potato. Seriously. Who feels valuable? watching the latest This Is Us episode on Netflix. That's not valuable. I mean, come on now, we do it. I do it. I just recently got hooked on all the old episodes of 24. And I gotta tell you, like come nine o'clock at night, I'm focused on that, okay? Little Kiefer Sutherland time and Christy goes a long way. But y'all, from my daily standpoint, we start the day with purpose. Because when you have purpose and you're focused on something, all of a sudden it all is more important and your value becomes more important because you're not dismissed. You show up with your hand raised and you say, I'm here today. I am here today to be something. I'm here today to do something. I'm here today to leave an impact and an imprint. And I'm not going to be just brushed to the side and dismissed. And when I say that to you, I'm saying it to myself. Because when we act on that, we feel the benefits of that. We feel the wins. We feel the accomplishment. We feel the empowerment of, oh, I could do this again tomorrow. Because this was pretty good right now. This thing I'm getting to act on. How I show up with confidence. How I get my lioness on to say, this is the thing I'm pursuing and I'm in focus for. We have to act on our value. You can't walk around like this, a victim hurt, weak. You may have been hurt. You may have been victimized, but you are not there today because you're deciding today is the day I show up for me, for my life, for my value. We have scars. We don't have scabs. There's a difference. Scabs, still open wounds, can easily be ripped back open and bleed like a sieve. Y'all, if you got scars, you've healed, so move on past that stuff. It's healed over. Do you still have a memory of it? Yes, but that memory is not meant to keep you in the pit, but it can be your platform. And it can be the thing that you stand up on and say, y'all, I've done been to prison, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you how you survive and thrive and rebuild when the world tells you you're nothing but a felon. When the world tells you you ain't got nothing to offer. It's when you stand up and you rise on that and you say, that may be, but let me prove you wrong. Because I know my value still exists there and it isn't defined by a check mark on a job application. It isn't defined by a DOC number that you can still Google up and find for me. It isn't defined by the lovely mugshot they took of me. You know, that doesn't define who I am. That may be in my past. That may be something that's a part of my story, but it's not a part of my value. And we can't mix those two together. And you got to show up 
and walk out that value. It'd be real easy to sit back and go, I can't show up and talk about stuff. Once they find out I'm a felon, it's done and it's over. Who would fault me for feeling that way? Who would be like, oh yeah, mm, Christy, yeah, I get why you're scared. I get it. Who would ever fault me for that feeling? But the better feeling is to say, I will use the ashes. I will use the pit. I will use the pain to say my value is still intact. I may have to brush it off. I may have to polish it back up, but I'm going to find it. I'm going to dig it out and I'm going to act on it. And I'm going to show up every day. I don't know every day how it's going to be, but I'm going to decide when I get up and my feet hit the ground that today I'm acting on it in some way and I'm going to live it out. Tomorrow may be a little different. Tomorrow I don't get to do the summit with you, but you better believe tomorrow we're doing something that allows me to act on my value, to act on my worth. And when we're done today, I'm going to be tired. Not tired, I'm going to be tired. Okay, there's a difference. In the South, when you've done been beat, you're tired. Okay, so we're tired at the end of the day today. I will have laid it all out here on Zoom for you. And I'll be, right now I'm, a, I'm sweating because I'm preaching to y'all, but I will be tired. But listen, tomorrow I will feel like a million bucks because I don't need, need to hear back from any of you to know that you're learning, that you're getting, that you're growing, that you're taking things and applying it to your life. I know, I've been on the other side of this conversation. And that, that's the value proposition for me. That means, so Friday, I may show up braless and in yoga pants, but we're doing something. We're doing something to act out value for Christy so that it is about who I am, not all that I do. It may play out in something I get to do, like a Facebook video or writing an article, but it's about who I am. And who I am is about living a life, not just checking in and out. It's about showing up to say, I matter. And someone's going to pay attention today. Someone. I may have to run around with my hair on fire, but someone's paying attention today because I have something that I want to share. Maybe for you, it's something that you want to give. You want to say. Maybe you have a gift of loving on others and you don't care. You're giving a group hug. I don't care. Mask or no mask. Social distance or no social distance. I'm finding someone and giving them a hug today because that's who I am. That's what I do. That's the value I put out there. You know, what is it for you? What is the carrier that lets you give your value, share your value? And the more you do that, it fills that back up for you 10 times. It's when we hide it away and we don't let it be, and we don't even let it be for our own self, that it really starts to get diminished. When the scripture says to not hide your light under a bush, here's the reason why. It's not because the bush will catch fire. It's because they know that when that light goes under there, it quelches the light. It will diminish the oxygen flow. And eventually that light goes out. Eventually that light will just turn off. It'll just blow out. It won't even be there anymore. Stay under a bush long enough and it goes out. The light goes out. One of my favorite songs uh, is a really old 90s song. And uh, I loved it because of the story behind it. It's still one of my favorite songs. And the song is called Coming Out of the Dark. It was recorded and performed by Gloria Estefan. Now, if you're from the 80s, you know Gloria Estefan was with the Miami Sound Machine. And they did the 
all the like Latin music in that time. Cause no one else was doing that kind of stuff. So they were doing all the fun, um, Latin feel and she's a Latin artist. Uh, she was in a really bad car accident, a bus accident that almost took her life. It almost paralyzed her. She had massive back trauma, huge. And uh, they didn't think she'd ever get on stage again. Didn't think it would happen. She ended up coming back on stage to perform the next time that she was able to do that was at an awards show. And so of course the crowd goes wild when she comes on stage because it's like this comeback story for her, right? And she sings the song coming out of the dark. Now you can look the song up. Is it a music, music uh, masterpiece? No, it's not. It's kind of a cheesy song, actually. But the, the story behind it was that she was inspired to write it because this time period of healing her body and recovering from this accident was kind of a dark time. You know, she wasn't getting to do the thing that she was really created to do. She wasn't hearing the applause. She wasn't on the stage. She wasn't doing the music. You know, she wasn't shaking her hips because she couldn't at the time, right? But yet she knew there would be a time she would come out of that. And she was hanging on to that hope. And there's a line in the song, when I heard it and I really heard it, it was a profound piece of wisdom in the song. And it's not even part of the song. It's kind of part of the song where it's kind of like the, the vocal freelance part where you're just like, you know, doing whatever. And she says at the end, you have to be in the dark to make it into the light. And I want you to think about that in regards to your value. See, we, our value feels less than when we've been in the dark, when we've been hurt, when we've been hindered, when we've gone through some stuff, when we feel like we've made mistakes, when we feel like we aren't the best. But your light shines brighter when you come into a darkness. Because if I take a light, a flashlight, and I turn it on into a brightly lit room, that flashlight makes no difference. It doesn't matter if it's on or if it's off, but I walk into a room with no light and I flip on a flashlight. All of a sudden it makes a difference and that room looks different and it has an impact. See your darkness, whatever that may be is what allows your light to shine the brightest. And it's time that we stop seeing the darkness as the thing that diminishes us, the thing that holds us back, the thing that tells us we can't and we aren't, and there is no value and there is no worthiness. And we see that we have to be in the dark in order to make it into the light. There is not light without darkness. Scripture tells us that there has to be good in order for there to be bad. There's got to be rain in order for there to be sunshine. It takes both, but your darkness is what allows for your light to have its impact at its greatest point. It's not about keeping it under a bush. It's not about staying small or being hidden or being less than. Your value, your worth comes in you standing boldly, fiercely saying, this is my light. This is who I am. No one's going to take that away from me about you standing there and remembering this is who I am. This is where I belong. This is the difference I'm going to make today for you standing there every morning and saying, this is how I'm showing up. This is how I'm going to do it today. And yep, there's darkness there. Every, every, every one of us goes through it. Your darkness may look different than mine, but you and I have to be in the dark to make it into the light. And your value shines at its brightest when you come out of that darkness. 
Don't let it be the thing that keeps you held back. Don't let it be the thing that tells you that you can't. Don't let it be the thing that holds you in the pit. Stand up and let it be your platform. Stand up and let it be your voice. Stand up and let it be the reason that your heart is open to somebody else who's gone through darkness, by somebody else who's gone through a bad challenge because you've walked those steps and you aren't meant to just walk them for no reason. Not only does it strengthen you, but you look back and can strengthen someone else. And that is value, let me tell you. Investing in the heart of someone else, value. Feels good. Means that you matter and you all matter. Today, when we finish this session, you're going to receive an email at the end of today, actually, um, that will be just this session alone. I challenge you to go back and listen to it again. Maybe you listen to it without writing a single thing down. You just sit and you just let the words drip over you. Do it several times, not because I want it to be about me, not because I'm like, oh, y'all just get all the Christy you can get. I want you because our hearts absorb at different rates. And you can download this video and keep it tucked away somewhere on your laptop or your, your computer and come back to it. Because when the darkness starts to kind of like creep in on you, you're going to want to be like, oh yeah, that's, that's that thing. That's the thing that like Christy told me I need to stand up against. Come back here and get that encouragement. Come back here and get this message. If you're not already in our Facebook group, you need to come join us there because we have this conversation on the regular and we're, we're pumping you up every day. And we want you to know that we are all walking from the darkness to the light together. We're all discovering our value and worth together. You're not alone in that. But you don't have to also then like do the work on your own either. We're here to help you with that. We're here to encourage you with that. You're going through a bad day. Don't do it alone. Oh, such good stuff in there for you. Just listening to this replay of this particular workshop in our women's summit. It reminds me of the things that I need to know to uh, beef up my self-worth and my value. Although it is me talking so much of that message is uh, messages and words and confirmation. I need to hear from my own self. You know, we're not in this alone and we work better when we work together. And so I hope throughout listening to this particular episode and any of our episodes here on the podcast, I hope you're able to feel the genuine connection we want to have. I personally want to instill in you to know, to feel, to believe that we are walking the same journey. And so if you are looking to connect online in a greater way, I want to encourage you to check the show notes of this episode and join us in our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group that's just for women. It's a closed community. It's protected. It's safe, but it's a great place for you to come and get the support that you're looking for. Check that out in the show notes and I'll be excited to see you there. Now, if you love this episode and you think you may know someone who might benefit from it as well, we would appreciate it greatly if you would share the Live Revised podcast with your fans, with your followers, with your friends, with your family. You can take a screenshot of you listening to this particular episode and share it on your social media, or you can simply just tell people to find the Live Revised podcast on all of their platforms. <music>